You'd think being married to a superhero would make life easier. After all, what's not to like about having a man by your side with incredible, uncanny strength, superhuman speed, and the ability to fly? It turns out, having a partner with powers isn't always the best thing for relationships. And while it may be fun at first, it invites all kinds of issues that married couples are typically unprepared for. The most prominent concern in my relationship with Jeff, also known as the man of metal, is that I hardly get to see him anymore. While my workplace is a simple, nondescript office downtown, Jeff is constantly needed at disasters all over the world. It's not uncommon for my husband to come home exhausted after adventures in Australia, Japan, and England, all in one day. Fortunately, his superior power of will keeps him going, and the second that he's off the clock, it's time to zone out and let everything else slide, including attention from his loving husband. Lately, Jeff has been even more busy than usual, dealing with the League of Darkness as they plot another hackneyed attempt at world domination. Honestly, I don't even know why he bothers. The League of Darkness is a particularly lame supervillain group who've been around forever, and other than one specific plot to downgrade the world's currency and replace it with their own privatized dollars, this clan of renegade villains has had little effect on the planet at large. There are plenty of other superheroes out there who can deal with their lackluster attempts at world domination, but for some reason my husband is always the one who heeds the call. On the other hand, this desire to do the right thing, no matter what the cost, is something that drew me to Jeff in the first place. Jeff and I met during a bridge collapse, when he was flying back and forth between catching falling civilians and dropping folks off on the nearby shore. There wasn't a single fatality that day thanks to my husband, which is impressive in its own right, but he also managed to catch my attention as he carried me through the air safely. After the adventure, I managed to find the man of metal generously helping city officials with the bridge repair, and I thanked him for saving my life. We started talking and quickly hit it off, prompting me to seize the moment and ask Jeff on a date later that week. Jeff accepted, and the rest is history. They're nice memories, but thinking about them right now puts a little more gloom in my life than I'd like to admit. I'm sitting across from my friend, Reed, at dinner, and he can see it on my face. Dude, what's up? Reed finally says, unable to keep himself from taking note of my solemn expression. You haven't even touched your food. I shake my head as if this movement could somehow clear out the cobwebs. I'm sorry, I tell him. You worried about Jeff? Reed asks. I laugh, unable to control this immediate reaction. No, he can take care of himself. He's been a superhero his whole life and never so much as come home with a scratch on him, I tell my buddy. I mean, sure, sometimes a villain discovers his weakness and it gets a little touch and go, but that is so rare. What is it then? Reed continues. Come on, man. I'm your best friend. I let it a long sign roll my eyes. All right, fine. It's not that I'm worried about Jeff. It's that I'm worried about our relationship. What are you talking about? Reed scoffs. You two seem great when you're together. When we're together, I repeat back. That's the point. We're never together anymore. He's been flying all over the world trying to stop the League of Darkness for the last three weeks. I've probably seen him four times. Whoa, really? Reed questions, a grunt concern in his voice. I nod. I mean, he's so wonderful, and I love him, and our marriage is great, but this whole superhero thing is really starting to take its toll. Reed leans back in his chair and takes a long sip of his drink, mulling all of this over. It's moments like this that I'm thankful to have him, a friendly companion who I can rely on for unbiased advice and analysis of my utterly bizarre life. Well, have you talked to him about it? Reed questions. I shake my head. I don't want to distract him, you know? He's got a lot on his plate. He cares about you, Kurt. Reed reminds me. He wants to know how you're feeling, but he's also a busy guy, so you're going to have to be the one who tells him. I let it a long sigh. You're right. He's coming in tonight. I'll bring it up.